What's up, everybody? How you guys doing? Welcome back to another Content is King. Um, now, uh, I will let you guys know, some stuff has been changing around in the background for me uh, with moving a little bit more towards doing YouTube stuff with streaming less, uh, trying to get back to loving games as much as I used to and stuff like that. So my stream schedule is a little bit weird right now. I'm still working on it. I'm a work in progress all the time. So that stuff's kind of going on. Um, but just to let you guys know, I'm just trying to keep you guys up to date with it. So just in case um, I'm promoting the YouTube, it's if I change it or if I just start, I finally get uh, my butt rolling and I start posting a lot more there. I want to let you guys know that there's going to be separate content there that is not going to be streamed. Um, but that's not why you guys are here today. Today, you guys are here to hear about what equipment might be best in your situation. Um, now we're going to talk about a couple situations and I also brought on a guest speaker with me who I'm going to introduce in just a second. But what we're going to be doing is we're going to be talking about if you already have your stream set up pretty much set up, like if you already have your PC or you're happy with your console, whatever it is, what do you need outside of maybe a capture card if you're doing console gaming um, or even just a PC in general. And then we're also going to talk about the PC equipment that we feel uh, needs to be pulled and stuff like that. So that's basically what we're going to be talking about today is equipment upgrades and where we think uh, your money is best well spent if you're going to get into this very, 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 very expensive hobby. Um, and just to kind of throw it out there to let you guys know, I run a dual PC setup. Both of them have been rebuilt by me um, for multiple pieces over the years. And I would honestly say that I would value both of my PCs at about $1,000 at least a piece. Um, so... Just to kind of put it in there for perspective of how much it can get and how expensive it can get, depending on the routes you take with streaming and what you decide to do. Um, so that all being said, let me introduce my co-host for the day, uh, Dog Daytona. Hi. Um, and so Dog is a streamer over on Mixer, a uh, good content creator, great friend of mine. Um, and he saw the list of things that was going on and he was like, oh, oh, that one. I want that one. And I was like, of course you did. I knew you'd want that one the second you saw it. So um, we got him on. And so it's very lucky and happy to have him here. So uh, I got a couple of questions just to introduce Doug to you guys. And then um, we're going to get started into the meat of everything. So, Doug, how long have you been streaming? I believe I'm a on six years five or six years five or six years so dog's been streaming just as long as i have um very technologically proficient in a lot of the things um he's usually if something breaks on my stream i go to him first uh just so we're all aware and i'm a pretty smart dude when it comes to a lot of these things so if i don't know it i always pick the source that i know is probably going to know it and it's either between him and one other friend um now dog what do you mainly stream what would you say is like the main couple of games or genres that you stream um as of recently, I've streamed a lot of Rocket League and Risk of Rain 2. Uh, I used to be a big PUBG streamer back. Oh, yeah. A very long time. Oh, the PUBGs. I remember those days. Yeah, so, yeah. which Risk of Rain, oh, it if the community could boom for it, it'd be awesome. But that is such a fun game. I've enjoyed that game a lot. Now, um, do you have a stream schedule? And if so about how often and slash when do you stream so these wonderful people that might be interested in you could check you out. Uh, I do not have a stream schedule, actually. We'll talk about the importance because... of a stream schedule at some point in time, too, on the podcast. Don't don't worry, yeah. everybody. It'll be talked about. 
<laughs> the only reason I do not is because of uh, real life stuff. Oh yeah. Well, and it's and it's tough. It's tough to do it because you never know what um what certain things are going to happen and whatnot, and it, it it does. It gets tough. So. But right, it's more adding... of a Go ahead. It's more of a thing for me, uh, because I'm still looking for work, which is a situation a lot yeah. of people find themselves in. It's hard to plan a schedule when you could be randomly running across town for a job interview at any moment. Which is also very, very fair. Um and that's kind of just the way it goes, you know? It really just it depends on life, and I totally forgot to start the stopwatch. It's been started. Oopsies. Um, oh, it's all good. It's only like plus or minus five minutes. I'll be fine. Um, all right. So to get into the meat of this entire podcast, which you guys have been looking forward to, I don't know if you've actually been looking forward to it, but to everything that's going to be going on, we're going to talk about stream equipment. That is the most important in our opinion. Um, and we happen to agree on this. Thank God. Well, also not thank God, I guess, because us yelling back and forth at each other a little bit probably would have been entertaining, but either way, I'm happy that we do agree because it also goes to show how important some of these things are for you as a streamer and as a content creator in general, when you're getting started yourself and why it is so important. Um, so we're going to talk about these things and it's going to be outside of a capture card. If you're a console streamer trying to stream from a PC, you need a capture card. Otherwise, nobody's going to be able to see your stuff and it becomes infinitely harder because if you have to stream through the Xbox app, it sucks. It just does. So there are workarounds, but a capture card is probably the most important piece of equipment if you're going to be a console game streamer. Um, but outside of that, we didn't want to focus on that. We want to say you have your capture card you have your really, really crappy headset mic. You really have your crappy webcam and everything like that. What do you need first? What do you need to upgrade first? Because what, what matters the most? Well, um, luckily, Dog and I both agree that audio is probably the most important thing you have for your stream. It's the number one way that you can talk and conversate with people. And if you're all garbled and fuzzy, then it doesn't really make for a good stream and it doesn't make for good content. Just plus, very, go ahead. Plus there's people who would lurk in your stream and just listen to it. Yes. While they do homework or while they do whatever. I have a lot of people that listen to me podcast style uh, when I'm streaming and whatnot as well. Like I have a decent bit of lurkers. And so having a good mic means that those people can just listen. They're not looking at my stream, but they're listening to the content. Um, and that's one of the things that is very, very, very important, um, in my opinion, and making sure that your audio is on point. Now, uh, just to give you guys a suggestion and a good thing to look at is generally, I would look at the blue Yeti microphone. If you're looking at putting money into this, either that or a blue snowball, both of them are great quality. The Yeti gives you more custom ability, um, in what can be heard and what can't be heard. Uh, but the snowball, if you're looking for starting out just to make sure you like it and you don't want to pour a lot of money in, a snowball is a great way to go, uh, in my opinion. I don't know, Dog, do you have – what would you say on that one? Um, for that one, I would agree for the most part. Though you could try and find other ones, but for how it's set up out of the box, it's pretty fine. Like, it's it's a good starting mic. 
especially it really the... is. Um, yeah, and currently you can get a uh blue snowball ice USB microphone um for between forty and sixty dollars on Amazon at the time of recording this. Uh, and now there are, of course, other options, but this is the one that most people use. Uh, but of course, you can just search uh, Blue Snowball, and I, I'm seeing stuff from $30, you know, up to $50 and et cetera uh, for things that are going on. And you can even go down even below, and you can see things from $20 to $400 for a microphone. Um, and so that's it's not a bad way to go about it. Also, they do have stuff like the Yeti Nano, um, which I didn't know existed, and that's about $90 to $100. Whereas the blue Yeti itself is about 150, uh, 125 yeah, I, to 150. I looked at the Nano. The Nano's interesting to say the least. Yeah. It's definitely um, what it reminds me more of is if you took the blue Yeti Snowball and the regular Yeti and just crushed the two together. Yep, and that's pretty much that's pretty much what you're doing at that point. Um, and I'm not going to lie. I'm going to get these things. I'm going to try to add links down below for you guys so that way you guys can look at it in the podcast and see these things um, right from the get-go so that way you guys could possibly grab them for yourselves for whatever you want. Uh, all right. So the next thing that we think is the next most important thing would actually be your camera. Um, so you've upgraded your audio. You're looking for your next upgrade, and that would be a camera. Now, the tried and true of the streamer boys and coils... Uh, of the streamer peeps, the number one thing that most will tell you to get is a Logitech C920. Or C922. Yes. Because they're basically the same. Uh, yeah. I, I've had better results with the C920 than the C922. Personally, the yeah. C922 did not like to work for OBS for me. But that's that might have been something that got fixed, patched out. I don't know. I don't use mine anymore. Um, but I would say that using either one of those two is fine. I'll put a link for the C920 down below. Um, the other thing that goes against, uh, the other thing that would be good to go and look at is actually the Razer Keo. Now the Razer, uh, Keo is what I was using until I moved to a, what is it? I guess an, a DSL camera. Well, I, I don't know. I use a mirrorless Sony camera camera. Um, and actually the Razer Keo is the same price as um, the C920 at its at its original price, uh, and it's still about the same, and it's a little bit cheaper than the C922. Um, it comes with a built-in light, which also kind of takes off one of the toys that we were going to talk about, because we will talk about lighting later. And so the Razer Keo is really nice because it has a built-in adjustable light to actually work for what's going on. Now, the reason why a camera is second to us is really because... You kind of need it for the interaction. People want to be able to see your facial reactions. People want to be able to connect with you by seeing you get scared during a jump scare, by seeing you get mad during something that's frustrating, by seeing you like blissfully happy when something good happens. I mean, one of the biggest clips from last year that was going around was actually a clip of uh, Nigagorix, I think is how you say her name, but it was she was playing The Last of Us. And she had a, a very nice camera set up for it. Um, and her reaction was seeing a bunny. She thought it was adorable. And she saw it got killed and she freaked out, right? Oh, so, I remember this. Such a beautiful clip. It's so, so beautiful. Um, 
And you got to see all of it. And what made that clip so much better wasn't just hearing the noise of her being like, oh, it was like getting to see her reaction and see her face and see all that. Like she was almost in tears. She, if was. I remember she right. was almost in tears, which wasn't the funny part, but the, it was just like the whole clip, like being able to see her reaction pulled you in to that. And it pulled you into her content, which made it amazing. Um, now note again, I still put audio as number one, and I would say your camera is a great number two to have. Uh, looking at either the Logitech C920, the C922, uh, or the Razer Keo. Now, Logitech did also come out with another camera called the StreamCam. It's like $200 or $150 to $200. And so if you want to buy one of those, you can. It's supposed to be very good uh, and very well integrated with good FPS, uh, with a good 60 FPS and everything like that. The thing that Dog pulled up and told me about it, though, is probably the thing that most people would want to use it for. And I'll let him explain because I otherwise I'll just keep talking too much. So um, if you're a creator who does a lot of IRL stuff, it has two separate mounts for the camera. It has a tripod mount and a monitor mount. So you could drop it in between the two. So if you're streaming, building computers or drawing or whatever, it's easily movable for that instead of having to redo your whole setup every time you go do it. Versus having like getting a document camera is very expensive unless you happen to work at a place that like is giving them out because they're like phased out kind of thing. Um, Which that's great if you can happen to get a doc cam. But even then... This is a great camera. You can set it up. Uh, even one of the toys we were talking about that I'm also going to link down below is a uh, camera mount, but it connects to a scissor arm stand. Uh, so that way you can properly put it above you and stuff like that, which if you're trying to do a lot of top-down stuff, if you're a wood carver, if you're an artist, if you're a painter, if you do pottery, whatever you do, having yep. something like that where you can mount it above you and have it looking down is incredibly useful as a content creator, depending on what you're doing. And so that's where uh, the Logitech stream cam is also something that would be very good. Now, of course, I do want to also preface, there's a lot of other great cameras and microphones out there. These are just the ones that we've used and the ones that we've liked and the ones that we think would be good um, without doing massive amounts of research. Because again, I mean, Dog has a camera that he uses and he likes, and I don't even use a USB camera anymore. Um, because I've, I've gotten to the point where I've upgraded and that was my next upgrade was buying something so I could use my old vlogging camera as my actual stream camera and give a better quality and a crisper video. Um, which again, it's, it's like an order, right? I upgraded my audio to getting a road podcaster. Then I got a better mixer. Then I got a camera. And then I upgraded the camera stuff. And so it's just kind of how, for me, how my stream has progressed. And then next on my list is to buy new toys, which I think is a great segue for us to talk about some of the toys you can get for streaming. Um, unless, Dog, do you have anything more you want to say on audio or camera? Um, not really. But since we're moving into toys, I would say if you're... Look at audio, if you're looking at toys for audio, be sure to keep that in mind before you go and upgrade audio. So if you're yes. planning in the future to get um, 
uh, XR Mike have that plan to advance so that you're not being like, okay, I bought the mic. Now I have to go buy the mixer. It's very true. If you're used to using a USB microphone, upgrading to an XLR, you need to have an audio mixer that can transmit it from the XLR to the USB, um, which I have a very, I have an old mixer that I don't know how to use back behind me. Uh, and then I also, I upgraded actually to the Go XLR, um, which I very much like, although I'm not going to lie. I probably would have gotten a Go XLR mini um, instead because it's like <laughs> literally half the price. Uh, you, should, you should send me that mixer. Send you, send you that one? I probably could. Anyway, we could talk about that later, dog. Um, so let's uh, keep on moving into stream toys. So the first thing I think that is very important, um, again, this is before you're really going in for that audio upgrade and stuff. If you're going for the audio upgrade, you needed to go to audio mixer. Um, I personally like the Go XLR. The Go XLR, though, is pricey. The Go Hello. XLR is a $500 piece of equipment where the Mini is a $250 piece of equipment. Both are very amazing. And Harris Heller did an amazing video on how to set both of them up, as well as the fact that if you want to have more channels, you can actually hook them together to make them work, which is also cool. Uh, but the big thing is, if you want to have really good, high-quality sound, you have to have some type of audio mixer. Um, uh, which off that if you are looking at mixers and you are on budget you do not have to go go xlr you can pick some up at a music store for like 80 bucks with the usb output and the xlr input yep which is what i did originally which my first one was an 80 dollar mixer which then i was like oh i think it was last year i got like my tax return or something i was like oh i'm gonna splend splurge some of my money and i bought a go xlr um yeah like what I would also, that is one of the biggest things tax time. Like when you get your tax return, use that to help fuel your terrible spending processes out the wazoo. Especially um, if you're making money back on it. Yeah. Especially if you'll make money back on it. Like if you're making money back doing streaming and stuff, upgrade something for your stream, put money in where you're getting money back out and using something like your tax return, it's money you already quote unquote don't have. So to get that money back uh, or, or to use that money that kind of like doesn't, doesn't exist. It's like a Schrodinger's money uh, in your bank account as it kind of doesn't, doesn't exist. Um, that's how I like to use mine. I like to use mine as a bonus, not as it's an extra paycheck, but it's a bonus. And is there anything I can use to upgrade? Um, like I'm looking at upgrading into another laptop for editing. So I would probably be looking at using my tax return probably in that sense to help me out there. Um, next on the list outside of audio mixers though, is actually probably one of my favorite and one of the best things ever. And I'll probably do a video on it just separately is the stream deck. Oh my God. The Elgato stream deck is one of the best tools I've ever had for my gaming, for my streaming career. Um, it's hard for me to make macros and remember them. And so having something like a stream deck, which is basically a macro editor for you with like a little camera screen, right? Um, it's got little LED, excuse me, little LED screens that show you exactly what you don't want to do. So if you want to make custom pictures for them or have text that's on there for them, 
you can do that. And it's a really wet, easy way to turn things on and turn things off. If I want to move to a different scene, I can just click a button versus having to turn to another computer and actually do all that. It's basically a very quick and easy way to do it. Now they have three sizes. They have this uh, Stream Deck Mini, the Stream Deck, and the Stream Deck XL. I would love an XL because that's like 25 buttons on one thing, which is spectacular. Well, no, it's, it's like, what is it? It's like a 10 by 10 or something like that. It's huge. It's 32 keys. My bad. It's 32 keys. It's a like four by uh, eight. It's a four by eight. Mine's a three by five. So I have a 15 key. And then the small one is a six key. Now you can use these to basically make a bunch of different folders and folders within folders. Um, like I have uh, a folder that is for OBS. I go in and then I can go into my scenes and then I can even go into specific games. If I have a game scene, um, like, oh, I have, um, all of my fun camera angles. I have them all in a separate folder so that way I don't have to worry about them. Um, and they're not taking up space. I personally think this is one of the best investments I've made as a toy into my streaming career, uh, because it's just so incredibly useful. You can buy a voice modulator for like 99 cents to go with it. You can control your lights. You can control sound effects. You can control, um, Twitch chat, mixer chat, uh, slobs, OBS, X split. They have a lot of built-in functions and honestly, probably one of the best things that Elgato has ever made in my opinion. The one thing I would say with that, if you're on a really old keyboard, you can also look at one of the new uh, Corsair extended keyboards because they own Elgato it has integration with the software to do the same thing. It won't have yeah. the same pretty lights and everything, but if you're on a really bad old keyboard that's falling apart, maybe look at something that is a mix between the two instead of that's also very fair. trying to survive on <laughs> something like that and then having a really fancy stream deck. While yeah. your keyboard falls apart. If you can get like if you can get an extended keyboard that has um good macro keys in it, that's a great thing. Um I just never I will say I never utilized them in the same way until I got a stream deck. Yeah. Um and the stream deck, uh the mid size, the middle one uh averages somewhere between $130 and $150. Um, which again is is pricey, but it's like it's a toy, it's an extra. Um so next we're going to talk about, which I think is probably dog's favorite option for you to buy is the Elgato key lights. Now, just so you understand with the, what goes on with the Elgato key lights, um, is that the Elgato key light, one of them, just one, you're buying one. Remember that one of them for $200. And I think that dog would agree that that's a steal, right? Uh, considering it's about 400 Canadian. Yeah. That's so it's about 400, deal. 400 Canadian for one, 200 American for one. Good God. Please. Like I love Elgato. I love what they're doing for the streaming space. Please do not buy a key light thinking that it's a good idea. Uh, after a small little bit of tiny, like research that dog and I have done, um, we've actually found a set of two pack, a two pack that are USB connected um, video lights with adjustable tripods and you get color filters for 36 American and about 50 Canadian. But there is one catch with it. Unlike the Elgato's, 
These you just control the up and down brightness with a built-in controller on the thing instead of USB yes. controlled. You don't have a but software that, to control it, but yeah. a little bit of manual labor is not going to kill you. Exactly. Sorry. Um, um, if you're willing to pay $400 for software, um, I think you and I need to get into a call and talk about some things real quick. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but like this, you can get them set up. You get them set up once, then all you're ever going to have to do is turn them on and turn them off. Once you get your lighting set up how you want it, all you're going to have to do is turn them on and turn them off. Uh, that's the other thing is like, I use two uh, umbrella lights for photography. That cost me about $50. And um, it's the same kind of idea, but they're older because they're umbrellas. They're not just LEDs shining on my face. Now, I will say, I think that this is a great deal for their, this, and this is for their large cameras. They do have a small or large stands. They have ones that are on smaller stands as well, uh, which are even cheaper by like five bucks. But either way, you're looking at lighting for a lot cheaper and it's a lot more budgeted um, for basically pretty much the same exact thing. Because if you have the, uh, I'll be honest with you, if you have LED lighting, it's going to look like other LED lighting. Um, and if you're worried about it, you can also look, they still have a uh, four-star uh, rating, a 4.2-star rating uh, from 163 reviews. So That's on the American. On the Canadian, it's uh, 4.5 with 414 rating. Yeah. So Canada likes them a lot. And Canada likes good things. So... I mean, I'm just saying. Anyway, that would be my next thing to talk to you guys about and to consider and have you guys consider getting if you're going to get a little toy. And your lighting, it's like, you know how we kind of talked about it. For me personally, the stream deck would be the most important. Then an audio mixer to upgrade your audio. Then lights to upgrade your camera experience. Um, and then the next upgrade would be to even further your camera experience. And that would be what we like to call the cam link. And now, if you guys do not know, the Cam Link is basically a really simple, easy to use capture card that just captures your camera. And it captures from a uh, an HDMI signal. So basically, if you have a micro or a mini HDMI um, input, it can go into a regular HDMI and then plug into the Cam Link, which is what I currently use. So if you're watching the video, which of course the video comes out a week after the audio, so if you want to go check it out, audio listeners, and see what I'm talking about, this is what I get to use, and I get to use something that is a little bit more high quality and gives me a little bit better definition and a crisper picture uh, than what I had before. Personally, it's what I like to use, and it's it's really good. Um, I like the Cam Link for using that. Uh, it's pretty easy and simple. Only thing is with the Cam Link, there's a couple of problems with the Cam Link. If you plug it into the back of your PC. You're, it's going to use up too much USB bandwidth and it might not work. A lot of people are calling it hot garbage because of that. There are like three different fixes you can do. One, if you don't have anything plugged into the front of your PC, plug it into the front of your PC into one of those two USBs, if, as long as they're USB -C, uh, USB 3s. Or get a PS uh, PCI extension, right? PCIe. PCIe extension. Thank you, dog. Um, or you can get a USB hub, a USB 3.0 hub that is self-powered. Um, that is another 
option as well. Big point on that one, make sure that's self-powered, because if you don't get a self-powered one, you're going to run into the same issue. Yeah, you will run into the same issue, not enough. Yeah, it's a pain. So that would be my um my thoughts of consideration right there. So uh, that's kind of like the next thing. And of course, there are other toys. There's certain types of lights that you can change the color of your lighting. That's a fun toy that you might want to look at getting. Uh, personally, like for me, a standing desk is a toy that I wanted to upgrade my stream because that's what I do. I like to stand while I'm streaming. I think it makes me more alive. Um, another thing would be like a pop filter. You don't necessarily need a pop filter, but it's highly suggested to get one eventually because it upgrades your audio and it kind of also, depending on the type you get, can work as a noise gate and actually give you a better, more natural sound than trying to use the filters and stuff in OBS to kind of get that sound to work out and to cut out the background noise. My pop filter actually cuts out all my background noise, so I don't need to have one anymore, which is also very, very nice um, for me. Uh, but yeah, and those, also, yes. um, depending on your content... If you're somebody who does a lot of creative stuff, maybe look at something like upgrading your desk if need be, upgrading your tools that you use. Stuff like that is stuff that we would label under toys to an extent. Because it's, it's it like does. the extras. Toys, we're yeah. using toys to talk about extras. Like you might want to upgrade your chair. Yeah, exactly. Like I know people that streamed for years on a coffee table. They sat on a coffee t table. So, funny story. But they they eventually upgraded to a chair. So When I first started streaming, I did on a leather couch on my laptop with my laptop on my lap. I, I first... Couch as a my first stream was at my desk in college and I was on a college chair. Like a bedroom college chair. <laughs> Like, that was given to me by the college. They were not good. My butt hurt. Like, I had to have cushions, extra cushions, because my butt was not prepared. I also streamed from a futon. That was more interesting. But it, it's, it's those kind of things. Like, those are things that aren't hard to figure out as long as you can do something. Like, you can always figure it out. Um, and that's the other thing is, like, if you don't like what we're talking about, you don't like the things that we're doing, there are plenty of other options out there. Razer has a lot more options. Corsair has a lot of options out there. You might want to use a headset mic to do that. I could HyperX. use HyperX is another great one. A lot of podcast um, mic. As well as Astros. My Astros, if I had my microphone in them, I've used them for broadcasting at tournaments before, and my audio quality only sounds a little bit worse than it does currently. Um but I used to use those because they were really good and their tournament ready headsets gave great, very good and crisp audio. Uh, so that way me and my buddy, if we had them linked together, we could hear each other better than the entire room that was filled with a lot of extra noise. And so those kind of things are like other things to think about and consider. Maybe you want to start off with your audio with just getting a really nice headset, because even at the end of the day, if you don't want to stream anymore, you have a nice headset to play with your buddies, um, which is always a plus if you can get it, you know? Um, so those would be my things, uh, which I think are, are probably a pretty great spot to move on to our next spot. Unless you have anything else you'd like to add dog. Not really. All right. Now I will make sure that I have all of these things that we talked about 
in links Amazon. They'll be in Amazon links, American Amazon links. So you might have to change it to Canadian. You might have to all those things. Sorry. I live in America. I'm, I'm giving you America links. Um, but now what we're going to talk about is actually, um, going to be dogs. Probably like number one favorite thing in the world to talk about. Which would be computer parts. parts. Now, there are a couple things I want to preface um, just with the computer equipment upgrades. It depends on what you've started out with, right? My first gaming PC, well, my first PC that I was going to use that I bought that was a modular PC. Actually, both of my PCs have this problem. They both only had eight gigabytes of RAM installed. And so if, if that is the case, if you only have eight gigabytes of RAM... Please, dear God, save yourself so much trouble and just buy some more RAM. I don't, Always upgrade RAM if you have 8 gigs. If you only have 8 gigs and you're trying to either game or stream from it, please upgrade to 16. It'll, it'll, you, will not, you will be surprised by the massive change it will make to your PC. Because the amount that your CPU is taking, as well as how much the game's taking, as well as how much your graphics card is taking... It will eat up your computer. But having that extra little bit is incredibly helpful. In one PC, I run 32 gigabytes. And in my stream PC, I run 16. Um, I run overkill in my gaming PC because I like to run things at ultra. Because I, I feel like it gives the best viewing experience. Um, but that would, be a, that would be only if you were given a computer that had 8 gigs vanilla. That would be my first upgrade to tell you. After that, Dog and I have agreed that uh, your GPU is next. If you are running a nine-something GPU for uh, GTX, I don't know what the... Uh, nine series. The nine series of anything, right? The Anything that would be equivalent to a nine series um, NVIDIA. That I would say to upgrade that next. And um, if you're lower, please do upgrade. Yeah, if you're lower than that, I would I would plead with you because... Here's the thing with your GPU. If you're streaming from a PC, nine times out of 10, you're doing your encoding with your GPU. Whether you know it or not, OBS defaults to you using InVec encoding. InVec, uh, no, it doesn't. It doesn't? It did for no, me. It doesn't for a lot of people. I had to address this for like seven PCs. All right. So if it doesn't do it for you, then you might want to move over to using InVec because it's less uh, work on your processor that way. Yes. Um. Now... My OBS settings have been on NVEC for a long time, so they used to default into NVEC. I don't know what changed. Anyway. I don't know, but it, every PC I've looked at for the past like year, year and a half has defaulted to X264, which is CPU encoding. Which and is great. People complain when like, getting really bad. Yeah, you'll get really bad stream stuff. You'll get a lot of frame drops. You'll get a lot of, like, your your games will look like trash. It Now, if you have a good enough processor, it won't matter. We're just saying... Depending on the, and what you do. Yeah, but we're saying you have the equivalent of an i5 8th gen. Yeah. Um, that's kind of where our minds are at, is if you have an i5 8th gen... You want to upgrade that GPU so that way you can have a better view, viewing experience. And you also want to learn how to change your encoding settings to NVEC because that will run off your graphics card, which in my opinion and in Dog's opinion, runs a little bit better and smoother 
than using your processor, which is the X264 yes. processing, uh, encoding style. Um, there is a couple of people who would argue with you about it, but it's not really worth it. At the end of the day, it's whatever makes you happy as a streamer. We're just telling you what we prefer. Um, then once you've gotten your wonderful GPU upgraded and you're really happy, and you're like, man, I've got an extra $500 I can spend right now. Upgrade your CPU. Just do it. Well, what... Even if you're... It, that's a lot of money. That Let's is. say even if you're... I'm going to ballpark $300. $300 you can get yourself a really decent Ryzen. And it will improve if you wanted to move over to more YouTube stuff. Ryzen because is then a you can... much better processor for uh, video editing as well as it's just... It's a really good processor. It's really great bang for your buck. They're generally between two and $300 for a Ryzen where... And Intel is about 100 to $200 more. Um, I generally would say ballparking about 500 because if you're not... If you have an older motherboard, then you also have to upgrade your motherboard. Yeah, and to get that's a what decent, I'm saying. About and to get a decent motherboard, you generally spend about a hundred dollars, um, a yeah. hundred to two hundred dollars. I think both of mine were about two hundred dollar motherboards, um, yeah. and uh, so that's that aspect of it. Um, where if you generally are getting a new CPU, eighty percent of the time you're probably going to have to buy a new motherboard. It's like a bundle package of sadness. Yeah, unless you're already on uh, some uh, Ryzen platform. Yeah, or the current generation of... uh, If you're on the current gen of um, processors, yeah, it'll also work for you. Uh, Which would be... That would be the next thing. So, then after that, because... We're going to say that those were all the things that you wanted to upgrade first and you got them all upgraded or you bought them out of the package very happily and you built your PC. You're wondering, what's next? What's the next thing I should prioritize? Please, if you're going into YouTubing or you're going to be doing a lot of clip editing, please get yourself some good storage. Get yourself a nice solid state drive that's about a terabyte to two terabytes of size so you can keep onto your content for as long as you need to with A, without having to use cloud storage, um, because having to rely on Google Drive is not fun for anybody. Um, as well as using a solid state just helps it to run faster. Plus, if you're, let's say, you want you hold clips for the next one year. One year is a good amount of time to hold your clips. For that, I would say just get yourself a decent 4 terabyte hard drive. Yep. Just for cold storage. For older stuff. Because you never know when you might want that random shot that you made in some random game. Yeah. Because it was cool. And or now that, you to make a button. Or, or you showcased one really epic build in Minecraft that got blown up by a random creeper. Exactly. Whenever you're doing something that's like a year-end content, showing stuff that happened throughout the year, it's really great to have that as an aspect to be able to look at. Um, And that's what we'd say there. So again, we're going... RAM, if you did not have, if you did not have more than eight gigs, like even if you have 12 gigabytes, you're probably going to be fine. Um, it's just, if you only have like eight, I worry about you. I just, I do. Um, then we'd say GPU, CPU, moving into some type of storage, whether it's, uh, just a cold storage, 
of a regular hard drive or if you're getting yourself an SSD for quicker processing and stuff like that, um, depending on what you're doing with it. Last, uh, we said would be cooling and your power supply. Power supply, you're generally not going to have to worry about unless it just kind of goes out. Or um, in case you upgraded yes. and didn't realize what your power consumption was. Yes, which there are power consumption calculators out there for you to use. Like um, PC part picker. PC part picker is a great, great thing to use. Um, I'll probably link that down below as well because it is just super good and convenient to use. Um, but cooling would also be the next thing that's important. If you're running a lot of stuff in there and you're running a lot of stuff, it's going to run very high temperature. Uh, and getting some type of really good cooling is really great. Ryzen gives you an amazing radiator fan mix that they have that if you get it with their fan, it's just spectacular if you get it with their processor. I would so, be using that with mine if I did not have a Corsair $70 fully enclosed water cooling system. So um, I found out something about the Ryzen uh, CPU cooler. Oh, God. Do you know who makes? Uh, who? I don't. Cooler Master. <laughs> the, the really good cooler yep. brand? <laughs> yep. Makes makes the Ryzen and the Intel ones. So if you're but, buying a mixed one, the, well, I will say the Ryzen one just looks like it's going to cool down your entire house and save you on air conditioning costs. Yeah. Whereas the Intel ones go, oh, that's a nice fan. Yeah. I'll be honest with you. I looked at my, I looked at my Ryzen one. I went, man, maybe I should just attach that to like everything that I have going on in my life because maybe yeah. it'll just be a little bit cooler. Um, but I personally really like uh, Corsairs. If you have the money for it and you want to upgrade to it, Corsair is a very nice enclosed system. So you never have to worry about water getting out unless there's just some, well, no, I, I don't think you would ever have to worry uh, about it. It's very rare, but it can happen. I'd say like 5% eight. chance. Uh, depending on age. Depending on the age of it. If you buy it brand new out of the box, 5% chance. Yeah, but over like five years, it might create one drip. Oh no. But that's, it, it's five years is kind of the estimate for something to go wrong with the AIO. Well, it's also like, die. Five years or, of something to go wrong with anything in your PC. Yeah. Exactly. I'll be honest with you. I started five years ago. I have two basically brand new PCs in comparison to what I used to have. Yeah. I just do. It's just how it goes. Um, so that would be my kind of quick take on it and suggestion um, to you guys would be like, if you're going to look for water cooling, but you don't want to mess with it, go to the Corsair route. And get one of their fully enclosed systems, which are very nice. And they have I them still... in boring to RGB plus. Like they're they're everywhere. Like you have everything that you could want with them. Um, and again, I'll have those in the description down below. I have so I many still links. Avoid hardline tubing personally, but that's just because I, I I don't have the I don't have the I don't have the cojones for that. I have the cojones. I've been asked to do it a few times. I don't have the time for it because yeah. of how long it takes. I'm, oh, it is spooky to me. Now, I'll let you guys know the cheapest one for the Corsair, which is the one I'll link, is about $70, uh, $70 to $80 with a, a 120 millimeter radiator, um, which is actually really nice. It's that 120 for your CPU is that big. pretty much fine. 
Yeah. Like anything past 120 is just overkill. Unless you're running like an i9 9900K and then you need at least Which a 240. I, I will tell you, they do have 240 radiators as well. Um, and they have 240 fully RGB radiators as well. Um, so those are the things that we've said, uh, and that we feel, um, are going to be in all honesty, the best for you to upgrade. Uh, so just as a little recap, as we finish up here, I don't know, unless dog, you have anything else you would like to add? No, really? No. Awesome. Then that all being said, guys, remember when you're looking at just your stream equipment, audio is probably key. Then move on to your camera, then start looking at some extra little toys. If you're looking at your computer, depending on what you bought it with, we would suggest RAM, then to look at your GPU, your CPU, and then your storage and cooling. I hope it's been helpful for you guys. If it has, please hit me up on any of my links down below. I'm going to have about 20 links down there, all Amazon links, giving you guys all these options between all these different things as well. And I'm going to spam them right into my chat with dogs. So that way he has to deal with them too. So... I'll also have a link down to Dog's stream. Go check him out. Give him a follow if you're ever on Mixer. But that all being said, I hope you guys have a great day. Stay awesome and do great things. And I'll see you guys in the next one. Adios.